happy new week it is the last week for us uh, for this year we are going to be finishing up this Friday and this is going to be the last live with Nat for 2020 I'm really excited about this week wrapping everything up and uh, getting set and ready for uh, rest and recuperation and hang out with the family my mum arrived on the weekend she made the long trek across from Melbourne to the Gold Coast stopping over in Sydney overnight and we're really happy to have her here and our part-time pet Ruby so today I thought let's talk about courage um, and um, how it always wins out at the end of the day and I wanted to have a conversation around this because um, the other day we were in the car with one of my authors, Diane McKendrick, and we were just talking about how um, people who, even if they're not good at a particular skill or to do something that, um, uh, when they actually step up and do something that takes courage, like speaking in front of audiences or even writing a book, because that's the space that we're in, um, they're still going to... Um, and receive acknowledgement and support and inspire other people while other people who don't actually take that step and take those risks uh, get to miss out so you don't have to be so what we kind of said you know what you really don't have to be the best at something um, you know in order to do it um, pretty much you know here she goes I've heard some speakers out there like who are really really crap like they don't add any value uh, or you know you consider them not to be I guess your cup of tea right and yet when they step off the stage you guys they get approached and spoken about from people in the audience and all that kind of stuff and you kind of think oh you know that was a total flop yet you know they still have people who are interested hey Suzanne great to see you so so we, we thought uh, thought about, you know, and she said, this is how I also think about my own life um, or when I need to step up and do something, you know, I don't need to be the best at it, but the sheer fact that I have the courage to step up and do it is I'm doing better than 98% of people out there. And with repetition, of course, uh, you build up those skills and you become better over a period of time. So every single great speaker had to start somewhere and start speaking and externalizing what it is that they are passionate about in order to arrive at a point where they were you know kind of comfortable and um you know and they communicated more effectively and all that kind of stuff i mean if, even if you watch my own videos on youtube from years back like nine or ten years ago you know i sound like a robot and when i listen to them i go oh, you know um that wasn't very good but i haven't removed them because i also um know this is like the evolution of the journey that i've been on and i'm i'm okay with it you know we if we know better we do better right and we keep trying to improve ourselves so the difference between those people who get all the opportunities or get things happening for them is we determined that it was really about courage who is um you know ready to step up and um actually take some risks and be vulnerable right being vulnerable is one of the you know tougher toughest things for a lot of people and I really um, want to encourage you to to play in that space. So I want to talk a little bit about you know 
various ways to think about courage and how to develop it uh <laughs> we grow like luscious plants kim says hello oh my god you guys are talking of plants <laughs> well our garden here is landscaped and done but the last three days it has not stopped raining it's just raining 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 I have not been able to leave the house at all talk about being on the gold coast beautiful one day uh you know perfect the next or the last three and what's scheduled for the next week or so it's not looking very very nice so it just doesn't stop it just doesn't stop we can't even take the puppy out for a walk anyway um so um what i'm gonna kind of talk from my perspective of times that i have stepped up um and what that kind of feels like um and how do we develop the courage muscle and what which way do we need to look at things and how do we what do we need to tell ourselves in order to be able to step into there yeah every single person who has practiced or demonstrated hey tracy demonstrated courage has um has, is not immune to fear every single one of us has fear it's more like who is brave enough to take the next steps in uh out of that comfort zone right and so what i have figured out over time is that you recognize the feeling where you need to take that leap of faith you feel a little bit sick or uncomfortable uh but you go through and push through and you know that at the other end of that is um um gold hey kate nice to thank you guys for saying good morning <laughs> good morning good morning to everyone all right so you get that feeling and one of my authors years back she did a presentation and this really stuck into my head um she actually did it at one of our master classes and she goes to me sick means go okay sick means go so that feeling in your tummy the butterflies oh my god am i really gonna do this i'm scared um what's gonna happen you know i'm scared to invest in myself or whatever it is sick means go good morning luba great to see you on the call as well all right so so sick means means go start to recognize the physiological changes that happen within your body because that that's the moments that you gotta you know kind of practice courage and within by rep repeating and um you know taking and saying yes to yourself beyond those feelings you will start to enter a zone where you start to become comfortable with being uncomfortable right and as that progresses then you become almost like you know um become a little bit more number uh to those feelings and you kind of go i know this is good for me good morning d great to see you lots of you guys on monday, uh, monday morning you knew this was going to be the last one for the year <laughs> you want to check it out all right cool so the thing is the other stuff to really unpack for yourself and this is a great time for this year i guess this is a good conversation in the lead up of us moving into a brand new year you know filled with new goals and new ideas and all that kind of stuff of what we want to do but it's really to work out what do you want okay so first thing is first of, like in order to be courageous and take steps like courage is different for everyone right we all have by the way different fears and identifying what are our biggest fears is also a powerful way of acknowledging and being aware of it because generally we will do anything to um compensate for our big fear, uh, biggest fears right um okay so let's go back to what do you want so you know mapping out what you want uh is really important and not mapping it out 
so it's kind of yeah i want this because that's kind of lives in my comfort zone and this is what i think is possible for me but what do you really want what is your BHAG we did a planning day a couple of weeks ago BHAG stands for big hairy audacious goals right so what are those ones because those are the ones that are meant to scare you right they're meant to like kind of go oh am I really gonna achieve that am I really saying I really want that okay because um you know in order for us to grow we need to push outside this the areas that really kind of we've been doing over and over and over again and are kind of like our daily or yearly or monthly routines right so working out what is it that we want is the first step right the second step is really leveraging the cost of not getting what we want okay what is the cost of inaction so what will it cost us you know if we didn't say what we you know if we didn't achieve what we wanted what are the costs so as we spoke about a few weeks ago people will you know um take action or be motivated by two factors of pain or pleasure so these two things so what do you want is the pleasure and what's the cost of not acting is the pain right and if you can make the pain like really uh, you know and what else could happen and what else will happen you know kind of drill right down to it um and um and you can go chunk up to if you get what you want what will happen and and then what will happen and as a result how will you feel and all that kind of stuff so chunk up and down and um really leverage the pleasure and the pain then you're ready to then go okay how do i break now this down because if you look at a big picture of a whole year or of action of what you of what you want it can be really overwhelming you don't even want to start just like writing a book you know my authors go oh my god you know i could never sit there and type up 40 50,000 words and all that yeah but I, I said you can set aside two hour blocks twice a week and you can just chip away at that and you look back what you've achieved after two or three months it'll be massive you would have written your book right the key is about consistency and this is what we were doing at planning days like okay we're going to look at the whole year but then we're going to step back and chunk it right down to those tiny little steps um so that each day you know what the actions are and when you reflect back just like when i reflect back now on this whole 2020 and how much has just happened even by being locked up at home for six months and how much you know tasks and um you know goals and buying this house and i guess setting it up buying it remotely um settling and doing all the loans and all that kind of stuff buying all the furniture everything that has happened you know to make this a reality was like a six-month project right the authors that we have helped the books that we've um completed that didn't happen overnight there's a whole year of actions and daily consistency uh behind those actions right all right so the next thing is really to create accountability in your life how do you create accountability well of course um be in groups with like-minded people uh, or of course having mentors or coaches and people that you can you know check in with regularly it really will keep you accountable and on track so another thing is um you know with with exercising right so we talked about people who are courageous enough to to speak to uh, write a book but also exercise and remaining healthy and consistent with your health routines requires you know a lot of discipline um, and this is why I have a, a personal trainer twice a week 
and then I, I have another couple of times that I will do exercise by myself in the week because I know that by having that coach or uh, trainer, not only will she push me out of my comfort zone um, and take and do actions that I perhaps wouldn't do so much in my own little sessions of exercise myself. So it, accountability is really key. Um, it can be with people from like-minded groups or it can be from people who are ahead of you on the journey and you will need to report back into uh, on a regular basis because that's how you will definitely do it. If you especially are paying someone, paying someone for their service and to mentor coach you or push you is really key. I mean, you can really develop some courage right there because half of the transformation, what I believe occurs when we hire a coach or invest in a program and all that kind of stuff, half of it is because of the steps and the actions and the accountability that will provide the second half of the transformation is from the sheer fact that we're investing and we've put skin in the game yeah we put skin in the game so we need to turn up we need to do um the work because if we don't do it yeah it's a waste you know we're flushing money down the toilet right so really if you really want to um challenge yourself hiring someone that you pay to work with is gonna push you. I mean, I, I remember in my early first four or five years in business, I always has, had one-to-one coaches, but whenever I transitioned from one to the other, let's say I had a period of few months where I didn't have a coach or a mentor that I was paying, I would be like, I'm cru- a bit on cruise control, taking it easy, still taking my consistent actions, but not quite entering those zones that really you know, made me uncomfortable. The minute I put money in the game, and hired someone of course because i would want to learn from them learn the strategies and all that all of a sudden i develop 10 times more ability to take action and do the things that would suggest that i really felt uncomfortable doing because i knew from the sheer fact if i'm going to invest in someone i'm going to do what they say because i really want to get my return on investment and not just once I want to get it back 10 times because that's the point you know you work with someone not just to get your money back you work with someone or invest in a program because you're going to get your you know you're going to make more money or you're going to be healthier or you're going to you know you're going to achieve the result and it's going to be priceless for you okay so really 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 key to you know and i think um you know at some point you don't always have to have coaches and mentors all that you know like full time like um in the last few years i haven't but i've developed like by having them in the first four or five i really have developed you know that um the muscle for getting uncomfortable in times that you know um you know i feel like oh i'm too much in my comfort zone i need to try something different i need to do more and often um as you develop a team like i find that my team often challenges me and they're giving you ideas and then they make suggestions and you should maybe we should try this maybe we should try that so like that power of the mastermind that's another way of i guess um instilling accountability in your life is having that power of the mastermind and other people so surrounding yourself with those like-minded people and people who are ahead of the journey um uh from where you are that are going to encourage you to step out right to step out out of the comfort zone I really, really think that um, uh, uh, others demonstrating, taking risks and doing things that we kind of go, oh, would I ever be able to do that? But the more we hang around people, an example, a real life, a real life example from last week. So uh, we've got this pool fence 
wall, if you like. Um, uh, you may have seen us, um, you know, the Juddy, my son, jumping off it. You know, it's quite high. I actually jumped off the other day and it scared the shit out of me. Um, but uh, the girls, um, the two girls have never jumped off a, a wall into a pool uh, because they were always kind of scared. And Mika, um, my middle daughter, she's the, the scaredest out of all of the kids around those things. But she had a friend come over for a sleepover here, one of my horse's uh, girls, um, Jojo. And Jojo is a, um, what is it, a cheerleader. She does cheerleading comps and all that kind of stuff. And she's kind of always, you know, um, pushed herself out of her comfort zone and obviously trains and does all that kind of stuff. And so Jojo straight away, oh, she saw the wall, you know, yep, I'm going. And she climbed up and she jumped and, and she said, come on, Mika, you know, um, you know, it's really fun. You know, you know, come on. And Mika would uh, sat there and said, I'm a scaredy cat. You know, I'm a scaredy cat, you know, about it. And she goes, come on, you know, we'll do it. And she could see how Jojo was really enjoying herself. And, um, you know, even as she would jump off, she would do like splits and things like that. And Mika said, all right, I'll, you know, she could see like, you know, nothing was happening to her. So she slowly, she did it first on her bum. She went up on the wall and she slid across on her bum and jumped off. And then she did it like 10 times on her bum and said, oh my God, this is so much fun and all that kind of stuff. And then finally, um, you know, as, as they hung out more and more and more, she got the courage to slowly walk across and then jump off. And now she's jumping and doing like splits up in the air and all that kind of stuff. And the little one who's only six, the previous day had watched Diana, one of my authors, the other kid, they came and hung out with us. Um, the little girl was the same age as the little one. And the day before she watched Esme jumping, 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 and she just observed. And then the following day she said to Stuart, Dada, come, I want to show you something. And she jumped off this massive fence because it's pretty high for a little person that way. So um, there are two examples of two of my kids or two different other kids who were courageous enough to do what they couldn't do, but they watched them, surrounded themselves by, you know, someone who was courageous enough to do it. And because, see, they watched their brother, they didn't, yet they didn't do what their brother was doing because maybe, you know, being a boy, a bit older, they couldn't relate to him, right? Whereas the other girls were exactly their age and sex, if you like, and they modeled what they had done. And now all everyone's jumping off the fence uh, in the wall. So what I'm just saying is just there's a simple example in life uh, of, um, you know, surrounding ourselves by those that are courageous to take their steps that we are not yet courageous enough to take, but by watching them and they rub off on us. Often, another thing that happens, people come to write a book with us, right? And sometimes um, they write the books, um, they just say, nah, I'm not interested uh, in having a business. All I wanna do is write my legacy book. All I wanna do is just fulfill this thing and leave it for my family or or just tell my life story. That's all they say at the, uh, at the beginning. And I said, that's okay, you know, but don't be, I say to them, don't be surprised if you do hang around me for a bit longer <laughs> that you start getting business ideas and develop something that's gonna end up serving other people. Uh, and often exactly what happens, you know, not every single person, but the more they hang out, they listen to the language, they watch other people, you know, building um, other products behind the book, 
providing certain services. <laughs> this Luba, are you talking about me? I'm not talking about just you, Luba. I'm talking about many, many authors who will just come and write their story and then they just start to develop. They just don't know what they don't know yet. And it's okay. I even had one gorgeous author from this area sign up with us to come and do the February retreat. And that's pretty much what she said. All I want to do is take the first steps. You know, I want to just take the first steps and do the books the book first. And I go, that's perfect. Actually, not giving yourself too many um, expectations of what need, you need to create behind this. Just get the first step and the project done. Then we can think about other stuff if you want to. It's okay as well. Um, and so the more they hang around their fellow authors, they're watching, they're observing, all of a sudden they start to gain the courage because maybe they didn't have the courage to begin with. Maybe they didn't have the courage. They would say, I could never be a business owner. I just don't see myself that way. Or I don't want to do this or that, you know, and they, they, they're just kind of, you know, maybe fear is there, you know, just speaking. Uh, then maybe they really want to do it, but they just don't think this is possible for me. But the minute they start to observe some references for success, um, you know, they start to, um, they, they start to go, oh, maybe I can take that next step. The last metaphor or story I'm going to share is often, and Lou was saying, never have thought I would have a book. I work for brand fans and have workshop book for January. There you go. And this is Luba's like, you know, has had a steady corporate job and all that kind of stuff. And she wrote her story about her family and, and then now it's evolved into all of these amazing other things that she will be doing. Um, the metaphor of, um, you know, when there's fog, um, you know, uh, maybe that's what happens to us as human beings is um, we can't see what's in the fog you know, 20, 30, 100 meters ahead. But as we get closer to those distances, we can see what's ahead of us, what those next steps are and how they unfold, right? So maybe it is okay to just take those first steps of courage and just see what unfolds. And probably that's less overwhelming for you as a person. Ten and a half years ago, I never started wanting a multiple seven-figure business. If you told me, yeah, go for this. You know, I would have said, you're like nuts. All I want is to somehow work part-time, have a coaching practice with one-to-one -one clients and achieve that six-figure, you know, goal that many people talk about. That's all I would have, that's all, like even that was a far away dream. Even all I just wanted was replace my day job income so I could just work for myself and not someone else. That, those were the first initial goals. And often I'd put stuff on my vision board uh, that was really like that bee had the big, scary, hairy, audacious goals, and I wouldn't believe them. Um, I wouldn't, like, I would just kind of like go, what am I even putting on there, right? I remember putting the thing, um, $100,000 a month. And to me, every time I look, I go, what am I, am I dreaming? I, don't, I can't even make $100,000 a year. And this happened for, you know, um, first couple of years. What, what, this is just like, out of out of this world you know but i just put it there let it sit up there and all that kind of stuff so um so you know w there's a quote i think it goes something like we underestimate sorry we overestimate what we can do in a shorter period of time and underestimate what we can do in a longer period of time yeah had i you know someone told me 10 you know in 10 years you're gonna be a multiple seven i would have gone yeah, you're crazy yeah, right, you know, as if that would ever happen, right? But so so just be mindful of that. 
um, and what is actually possible, you know. So if you're overestimated what, can, what you can do in a shorter period of time, bring it back a little bit, make it more um, manageable and uh, learn how to, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, you'll uh, calibrate, yes. So uh, we need, uh, what I needed to learn in the first two years is how to calibrate my ability to achieve certain goals. First of all, I would set these massive goals and then I would be so disappointed when I didn't achieve them. And then I needed to re bring it right back and then to sort of uh, tweak and calibrate what was possible and where was that stretch zone and how does that look like? So that's one of the key things because often people can say, I set goals, but I never achieved them or all that sort of stuff. Um, so it's about calibrating yourself. Everyone's different. Everyone can achieve uh, goals at a different rate. Uh, of speed and um, you know so what is um, what is yours so and just remembering that in fog life is like like um, like fog right <laughs> you know you can only see those few steps ahead of you and then make decisions according to what you can see and therefore and still however be able to plan something that you cannot see into the future and just leaving it up to the universe I have always a big believer that the universe does take uh, look after those that practice courage and that take actions so uh let me just see here if i've um if i've covered off so just as a summary you know i'll just give you a summary in case you joined on uh, a little bit later into the call even if you're crap at it if you have courage to step up you will still inspire others yeah so the most important thing is to do what other people won't do like speaking in front of groups like um, writing a book like getting up in the morning and doing your exercise regularly and I often say don't think too much just do you know what they say if you start to talk to yourself in the morning when your alarm clock goes off often nine out of ten times you'll talk yourself out of doing your exercise right but if you just get up put on your clothes and have them right close to you and, and really convenient and fast get onto it before you even had it had the time to think um, you'll generally uh, maintain and be very disciplined around that and I often think that works really well in other areas of our lives is that if we can just do of course thinking is important right however overthinking is not right decide what you want to do the day before and then you just do it you don't think about it how will I feel about this what is this going to be like da, 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 and start to overanalyze right okay so um, the universe rewards are those that step up and take risks. The more you get uncomfortable, the more comfortable you get accustomed to that feeling and you're able to do it over and over. Working out what do you really want, so leveraging pleasure versus also what's the cost of not taking action, leveraging pain in a massive way because we will do more to avoid pain than to experience pleasure. Creating accountability and surrounding ourselves with those that take risks and demonstrate courage is what's going to build up our courage muscle. And the last little quote that I always, always play out in my head um, when I am feeling defeated, okay, because often the times that we feel defeated or what's the point and I don't want to do it, like it's not working or whatever, this is the little quote that's really stuck into my head um uh for many years it was by it is by marianne radmarker it says courage doesn't always rule sometimes courage is the quiet voice at the end of the day saying i'll try again tomorrow 
and um and often that's like you know when i was traveling on a lot of tours and maybe you you don't have a result every single time sometimes you have massive results you're on top of the world but i would feel defeated you know and then i'd go oh, you know all this effort time money spent travel leaving my family what's the point it's not working or whatever and then you know i'd remember this quote and i'll go you know what the difference between me and people who don't do it or will give up is that they won't try again tomorrow so then i would get up the next morning and i'll say to myself and i'll try again today and i'll get out there with the same energy with the same enthusiasm and passion for what i do and who you know it's a whole new day it's new opportunities new people and that's what matters and um and i keep remembering this quote i always keep remembering it that the difference between those that give up and those that don't it's not that you know the those that um continue being successful they just keep getting up and trying again that doesn't mean they don't fail like in the last month i think i hit up a lot of no's in a row like i had a lot of rejection the last month i was starting to really get down on my oh you know maybe this doesn't work or this and that blah, blah, blah. and um and then last week we had a massive week um you know and things did turn around it's sometimes about that patience as well um of um you know it's not always going to be successful results you know you will feel defeated doesn't matter where you are on this journey if you are right at the beginning in the middle or quite um experienced you will feel defeated at times and you will need to step up oh my god you guys i never <laughs> there were so many more comments here um on um <laughs> on this and i haven't i haven't read them sorry um uh, da -da -da -da. <laughs> awesome i'm just reading them that quote it gave me goosebumps thanks enjoy your holidays yeah sorry guys the, the comments didn't come i keep scrolling up and all i could see oh it was just um all that i'll reply to you guys later anyway um so i wish you a very courageous 2021 moving forward um uh you know uh, taking the new actions that are required for our new world uh of how things are working now and what works what doesn't work um, and the ability to have the courage to change, pivot, and continue adjusting um, along the way. Um, and try again tomorrow. If something doesn't work, you got to try again to, uh, tomorrow. And you know, when you discover a thing that does work, then keep doing it. Don't stop doing it. You know, um, and often, you know, things, even a thing that's working can stop working, but don't give up on it. You know, you got to give it a significant per, uh, period. I love that. Courage is my word for 2021. That's a great, um, great word for a yearly theme, if you like. Um, so I want to wish everyone a beautiful Christmas and uh, happy holidays. Happy New Year. This is the last live with Nat for 2020 um and i'll be back around the 4th of january is the uh, return date back into the business we finish up this friday um so have an amazing and a safe holiday celebrate eat lots of food drink whatever you like to do um you know because um we start all over again next year with fresh new dreams hopes and um and goals and um let's you know i'm uh, i'm grateful i've had a wonderful 2020 um in amongst all the challenges that were there but you know um as i said you know if I, if it didn't wasn't going to work the way i did it i changed it and still was defeated many times but still picked myself up and kept going so 
Mwah, mwah, mwah. Love connecting with you guys. It certainly will be back uh, uh, with you next year. And I'll talk to you soon. And like always, smash it up. Bye. Have a great week.